from the hub of the universe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 76. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, talk the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Mr. Brantley. Hey, good morning, Mr. Thomas. It is great to stay up late. No, no, no. Well, to somebody else. <laughs> oh, boy. Shining bright. And then? Well, the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. So good morning. Everybody sing. Oh, yeah, it's just me and you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, everybody, this is the Ed and Bob Show. He's Ed. I'm Bob. We're glad you're here. Oh, Heard in over 22 countries. Oh, come on now. That's what the, that, that, Is that right? In over 22 countries since we wow, started, how about people that? have listened to the Ed and Bob Show podcast. Isn't that crazy? That's great. You want to hear some of the countries really fast? Yeah. I'll do them real fast like they do okay. in those songs. Okay. U.S., Canada, Indiana, uh, Indian, not Indiana, Hong Kong, China, Ireland, U.K., Sweden, Lithuania, France, Ooh. the Netherlands, Turkey, Algeria, Togo. Don't know what that is. Yeah, that's an island in Kenya, uh, South Africa, Pakistan, Bang- Bangladesh, Indonesia, yeah. pa- uh, Philippines, and Japan. Woo! How about that? And then the top um, cities that have downloaded the Ed and Bob Show podcast since we've started, of course, Knoxville, then Nashville, then Alcoa mm. comes in number three. New York City's number four. Wow. And then our old favorite, Murfreesboro. <laughs> and we have no idea why. But somebody there loves us. Well, God love all of you, and thank you for listening to us. How about that? That's amazing. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. 22 countries. I, I didn't, I, you know, I just happened to look that up the other day. I was like shocked. I was like, and it, that's yeah. something else. So here we are. <laughs> All right. So let's get uh, Ed to tell us what's coming up this half hour. Well, coming up this half hour, we're going to talk about uh, our topic of the day, unmanned commercial trucks. Mm. Wow, that's pretty amazing right there. Plus, we have our other things, our our topic of the day. We've got our mailbox, and we're going to do some questions and some good things like that. Got some news, too. Cool. Well, I think it'll be interesting. So why don't we just go ahead and get right into the news? All right. What do you got? Well, this uh, the Bing, the, you know the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they've the fans up there have grown accustomed to disappointment, kind of like the UT Volunteers recently. Mm. But over the last three decades, they've lost a lot of ball games. Mm-hmm. And after all, any fan under the age of thirty doesn't remember the last time they won a playoff game. No need to Google it. It was January the sixth, nineteen ninety one. Whoa! But, you're kidding me. Ninety one? No. Oh my God! That's twenty eight years ago. Well, anyway, wow. One of the politicians there in Cincinnati says, "Bengals, just go. Leave just, town? Yeah, just go." So, and, and evidently the lease is up on the stadium for the Bengals. Oh, really? And so they're saying, "Just go. Just go." We've had it. Just go. Just leave. That would be crazy if they just got up and left. I know that. It said, seriously, just go. Wow. So we'll see what happens. I don't know who owns the Cincinnati Bengals because uh, the other team up there that's owned uh, uh, by Haslam, yeah, that's, that's, in, that's in Cleveland. That's in Cleveland, mm-hmm. but they're both Ohio, is yeah. what I'm saying. Well, Paul Brown Stadium, the lease expires, and elected officials will have to decide whether they want the Bengals to stay. Mm. And if they do, what they're going to pay to keep them there. 
Will they have to build a new stadium? Or Upgrades to that stadium would cost uh, $300 million. Oh, my gosh. Says the county official. So they say, bye, just go. You. See you later, alligator. There you go. Bingle. That's right. There you go. So wow. have you ever heard of a wedding where the, uh, you know, the couple got married and then they had, then they announced their wedding after they got married? No. Well, it happened. Is that the new thing? Uh, no, it's probably not a good thing to do. But one frustrated newlywed recently took to Reddit to poll users about whether or not she was in the wrong for having a fancy wedding a year and a half after she legally, legally and discreetly wed her husband due to serious health issues. Mm-hmm. So her mother-in-law is all pissed off about it. So did did nobody else knew she was married? No. Oh, it was a yeah, really yeah. And so now now they're they're getting all these gifts and everything. It's been a year and a half since they got married. That's okay. It is? Yeah. Oh, right. okay. As long as you it's okay You got you. the wedding invitation, didn't you? Are you sending oh, yeah. them a gift? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I would be sending them a gift, but No, I don't think I would a year and a half after and found out they had got and then I and then I sent them a gift and found out they'd been married for a year and a half. That would be a little weird. Yeah, I think it would be weird. Anyway, yeah, we're just this is a formality. We've been married for a while. Yeah, don't worry that. about it. That's right. All right, I guess we better move on here. We got a lot okay. to talk about. You know, uh, uh, and but before we get any further, uh, UT basketball starts here the thirtieth in just a couple of days. Wow! So I'm you know we're so a basketball glad. school now. Well, I'm so glad <laughs> we're going to be playing uh, Eastern New Mexico in a exhibition game coming okay. up in a couple of days, and then of course Halloween's not far away. Either so, you, have you got your costume together? Uh, pretty much, you see it. You got it. <laughs> That's this your costume. Yeah, pretty much, this is it. <laughs> All right, let's get into your question of the day. What is it? All right, do you remember the Parade Magazine? This one here. Yeah. Now, see that? Yeah, uh, I used to love to read it on, on Sunday. Can't see it. It's four pages. That's how it is now. Yeah, and three of them are ads. But wow. it, it, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. When the Sunday paper came out, this is what I went for. Sure. I went for this thing. They had some cartoons in the back. And yeah, stuff. and they always had the, the great things about stars and yeah. personalities and all of that. And, you know, you could find out this is where I got my information. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the modern, I guess, thing. So it's still around, but not quite in the same it's form. Nothing. No, it's, it's nothing. You said four pages. Yeah. So the question of the day is, is this like the rest of the newspapers? It's just history now? I don't ever even look at it. Well, that thing's not even the size it used to be. No, it's it used not to be like a magazine. It's three pages, and it's a half the size of what it was. Exactly. I mean, I'm talking about the the width and mm. that. What I'm talking about, mm. not oh, the, not the yeah. number of pages. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, like a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I th- yeah, I think um, printing. Uh, if by not printing, people that's why uh, news organizations are saving money. Well. I, I don't know anyone that really takes the newspaper anymore, except me. I take it on Sunday. Do you take it? I don't take it at all. I haven't taken no. it in years. Yeah. And my mom, the shocker was, my mom quit taking it, and she has taken it her entire life, and she's 90. Wow. And she said, you know, there's nothing in there. No. And I'm going to stop. I think the only reason I take it on Sunday is so I can get the digital. I think it's part of that. I don't know. Anyway. Trust me, the digital isn't worth it. No. <laughs> I got it for a little while. It, 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 You're right. It's nothing not in there. It's not no. I just cancel all of that. Okay. All right. Here's my question for today. You know, um, I noticed that in uh, you know with Halloween coming up in a couple of days, like in my son's neighborhood in uh, in West Knoxville, there will be, I mean, literally cars on both sides of the road. It'll only be one lane. You can go down the middle. 
and they are parked everywhere, and they are not from there. Oh. They're from other parts of town. And I, is that okay? Well, is it okay for people to come trick-or-treat with their kids from other parts of town well, to a neighborhood that you... It's more upscale neighborhood, isn't it? Yes, it well, is. Well, it, it's safer. I guess. And the, and the gifts are better. Yeah, I the, guess. The candy's sweeter. Are you trying to say it's a no-brainer for those people? It's a no-brainer. <laughs> That's why they're where the rich people live. But is it, it right? Well, I don't know. It, it, I think it's it's kind of a... I mean, shouldn't the people that come and trick-or-treat at your door be some, from somewhere close to your house? Well, there's some neighborhoods where I wouldn't want the people coming to my door. If I <laughs> Seriously. And some of them don't want you to come to their No, door. I mean, I wouldn't want them to come to my door. Well, it, you know, you could get hurt in some neighborhoods doing that. Yeah. So I, I think it's... I just think it's odd. I mean, they do those trunk-or-treat churches, do those things and yeah, so but, forth, but... Come well, to the neighborhood. I, I admire your son for for putting up with it and taking care. Oh, of he he gets all he gets yeah. so much candy. Well, you so, do but too. Just, yeah, but not now. Oh. I did used to, but now maybe get five oh. at most. Last year we got nobody. Nobody came to treat. Yeah, I remember last year. one year I went out to your house for something, picked something up, and you had all these tombstones in the yeah. yard. Right? Yeah, it looked like a graveyard. That's the way we roll. Wow. And then had, we had some scarecrows and people, yeah. and then we had some real people that were dressed like scarecrows. <laughs> I remember those. Those yeah. were good. All right, let's see. we got to uh, get on to the next thing. Tell everybody what is coming up, and then you've got a sponsor. Well, we're going to talk about our topic of the day, which is unmanned commercial trucks. And I just when I saw this, I didn't pick this topic, obviously, mm-hmm. but I couldn't believe it. So it's going to be very interesting, I mm-hmm. think. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But here's some folks that I really like a lot, and I think you do, too. And if you use them, I know you do. But since 1972, Powell Auction and Realty Company, they've specialized in selling assets at public auction. And Powell is the industry leader in selling real estate, automobiles, equipment, firearms, and coins, and estates and antiques. Forty-six years of experience in organizing, marketing, and conducting successful auctions. That's a long time, brother. Mm. They've become a trusted expert in the industry. And they are offered a full range of services, including auctions, traditional property listings, appraisals. Powell Auction Realty has developed and tailored its experience in auctioning real estate and assets. And they do a great job at that. So if you are thinking about selling property, thinking about selling anything, check them out online. And call them. Here, here's the phone number, 865-938-3403, 865-938-3403. And check out their next auctions. You can go online, and you can check out their auctions that are coming up this month in the next few days or then right before Christmas. It's a good time to pick out some things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, online, and what is it, powellauction.com? I think so. Yeah. Good people. Sounds like it. All right. All right, let's get to our topic of the day today, Ed. At, in a popular science magazine, June 1995, not all that long ago, it said that there were going to be self-driving trucks that were being developed for the Army for combat convoys, whereas the lead truck would be driven by a human, but the following trucks would rely on satellite and uh, inert um, uh, guided systems and ground speed sensors. And that was the first time there was any talk about driverless trucks, or what they call autonomous trucks, but we'll call it uh, driverless trucks, just so you understand what we're talking about. The Army 
um, put this system together, and they have driven their vehicles more than 55,000 hours. It speeds up to 40 miles an hour, and uh, the Army has um, plans for you know about 200 trucks as a part of this uh, program. But this is really where this whole study of driverless trucks kind of started by military, and now we're talking about it being on the interstate. You cool with that? No. What do you think? I'm scared of driverless cars and driverless. Well, there some of the driverless cars already had accidents. I'm I'm scared of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I uh, think. Well, to me, what you just described is a train. Yeah. You're I mean, right. To me, it's what it sounds like. That's what it is, or it's, was. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah, it's a train. You know, it's a convoy train, and all these trucks are following each other, and there's nothing in between them. It's it's a Breaker, breaker, it's a convoy <laughs> coming through. Well, I, you know, I think, um, you know, I met a, a Daimler is one of the biggest players of this. Who uh, they own Mercedes Benz, mm-hmm. they own Freightliner, and uh, Freightliner. Well, let me say this: I met a um, Mercedes or Daimler engineer. This is years ago. Here, mm-hmm. God, a long time ago, and he told me they already had a crash-proof vehicle the vehicle it knew knew everything around it and it could distinguish between a dog and a person and it it would break accordingly or it would avoid accidents now if something ran into it rammed it yeah that's going to be an accident it would not cause an accident because it knows everything going on right all the time even better than a human would so if it's working well, there you go. Well, as long as the driver's not drinking, you got the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but Daimler's big in this. Now, this is what though it's interesting is. Now, they say there will be fewer accidents by 18-wheelers on the road because they're driverless and because of their systems. I would agree to that. If 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 the computer systems are not like the. 737 extended. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, if it's working, it's great because I can see all these all these tractor trailer trucks coming down the interstate, and they're 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 all going the same speed and going right along, and I can see them all going in the same direction, and they're all going to Atlanta or wherever they're going, and then when they get there, they kind of stop and break off, and it's it's almost like a train. It, it, it is, and. and so if there's going to be fewer accidents because of this, are you in or out? Because you said you were scared of it. Well, yeah. Would you be for it? Anytime you got something that weighs eighty thousand pounds, it used to, it used to drive me crazy. My wife would get would be driving down the interstate, and a truck would come up behind her, mm-hmm. a tractor trailer truck loaded, mm-hmm. and she would start saying, "Get off my bumper!" and hitting her brake and all oh, that. Oh my God! And I, th- are you crazy? That thing weighs 80,000, 40,000 pounds. I'm sorry. It weighs okay. 40,000 pounds if it's loaded. Mm-hmm. And you're telling it to get off your bumper. Get out of the way and let it go on is what mm-hmm. you want to do. You don't want to fight with a tractor-trailer truck. Well, that may be some person's uh, aggressive driving behind her, which you would not have with a driverless well, truck. that's true. So... There's a lot of players in this. Like I said, uh, Daimler, Waymo, which is Google, Tesla, Embark, which I had not heard of, uh, Too Simple, T-U Simple. Uh, Uber was in this, and then they, they're the ones that in Arizona, one of their driverless cars 
hit and killed a pedestrian. Right. Um, so that's and they quit there. They that's when they dropped out of the commercial truck uh, business. They they got out and somebody bought up all their technology and so forth. But it, it, the other side of this is does it mean all truck drivers are going to lose their jobs? And they say no. They say that well, most of these trucks that will be driverless will still have a person in the cab, but he will not be. He's a driver in a case of an emergency. He will not be driving the vehicle. Might be back in the sleeper. Well, I think we're, if it, let's say it has to stop and get gas. Yeah. They they compared it to a pilot on a, a jet, um, a commercial, commercial jet. Yeah. It's on autopilot. Once you get up and you're up in the air, it's on autopilot. Right. But they're still sitting. The computer's running where it's going and makes Mm -hmm. uh, adjustments and so forth because it knows what, what do you all call those things, the paths? GPS. Yeah. yeah, So so the pilot doesn't even really have to take over to the last minute when it starts to land. And it could probably land by itself, really, I think. They do. So it's just basically the same kind of thing. I think what... It, what's unknown and makes it unsafe in my mind are the crazy people around it. If it, if it was on a road just all by itself without one, my daughter or my, one of my sons driving on the same road, I, 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 I wouldn't well, be as nervous. Well would, you, well, would you be happy if it was in like a, its own separate lane? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, yes. want, you want its own lane. Like, like uh, uh, there are lanes now where you have to have two or more people. Right. To be in that lane. And and the lane goes goes over bridges and around, and, and it's a lot quicker. Uh, and I think that's the way to go with it. But it, it it sounds just like a train. I mean, you these trucks would kind of come into the convoy and go away from the convoy. But, but with the equipment on the truck, it will follow the truck in front of it mm-hmm. at the exact same speed. And we'll stop at the exact same time. Well, these will be individual trucks. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about the lead vehicle like the oh, Army. Oh, okay. All the trucks are on their own. Oh, side by side. Well, most likely, though, they would be probably one after the other in a lane going down the road. But, no, I'm not talking about the lead truck like the Army. That's just where it started. I see. And then it, now it's to where the trucks can drive better than a human can. Well, because it senses everything around it. It's got more sensors than me and you looking in the mirror. See anything over there, Ma? <laughs> uh, what, what was that? Get off yeah. my tail. <laughs> yeah, get off my, my tail. tail. <laughs> oh, gosh. Reminds me, have you seen that new uh, commercial for the insurance company with a tailgater? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's right on that tail of that car. He's like, hi, I'm a tailgater. The guy said, get off my tail. I can't go any faster than this. Then he rams the car in front of him. Yeah. So bottom line, it's it's coming. Yeah. You cool with it? Not that you can stop it. No, maybe not. It's okay. You know, I'm seeing a lot of Tesla's uh, electric cars on the road, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't see them outside of Knoxville. Uh, California's got a lot. Yeah, they got a lot. But um, why have another company start making electric cars? They all are. All are? Oh gosh! Oh, yeah. Honda, Toyota, uh, Ford. Yeah. They all got electric cars. They do. Yes. What? What's the? Well, I haven't seen a Ford. A Volt, Chevy Volt is well, electric. They, they stopped making it. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Well, it was selling so well. <laughs> Do you want an electric car? I'd love to have a Tesla. Just to 
I would take a hybrid car I, yeah. where you can yeah, a little bit of both. Okay. That kind of stuff. All right, we got we got to do right. stuff here. Right. Ed, tell everybody what's coming up, then I've got a sponsor. All right, coming up, we're going to get into the mailbox, and, and uh, we're going to tease some mailbox and complaints and some other good things in the show, too. What do you got, Bob? Well, you know, uh, my buddy, uh, Chef Scott Whitaker, boy, this thing's been taking off since we've been talking about it on our show. He's, uh, you know, on national TV cooking shows, also local TV. But if you would like to have him prepare, him and his staff prepare your meals for a week, that's what they do. They deliver it to your house on Monday morning. You've got the whole week's uh, food, even if you've got food allergies or a particular diet. You know, they, they'll prepare and make sure if you want to stick to a certain kind of uh, um, diet that, you know, you want to try to lose weight or something, he'll help you out on that. Call Chef Scott Whitaker's team today, 865-245-5522. It's easy to go to his website, cuisinebyshefscott.com. That's cuisinebyshefscott.com. And it's not spelled with a Q the way Ed spells it. So <laughs> what's in the mailbox, Ed? All right, look here, here. Eva from Jonesboro. Oh, that's where that's happening at. Have you been to our storytelling festival? It's always the 1st of October. You know, this started back in 73. I was actually was up there one time by accident, pulled in the town, and... There was going on. They got all these huge tents, like a circus. Mm -hmm. And you go in, and somebody's up there, and then Grandpa went down. (laughs) You know, it is the Bonnaroo of storytelling. And it's, it was really incredible. The town is packed. You got yeah. it's always the first week of October, and it, it was it was really something to see. So, I really appreciate her bringing that up, Eva. Thanks, because uh, more people need to do it. More than ten thousand people hmm. will visit the storytelling festival every first of October. In Jonesboro. Jonesboro's a beautiful town. Isn't it the oldest city in yeah. Tennessee yeah. or something like it that? Was the, uh, it wasn't the state capital at one time. Really? Yeah. Was that where Davy Crockett was That's it. born or raised? Davy, Davy, Davy Crockett. Crockett. No, no. If you'd like more information on the storytelling, I just What's, looked, what, what I is looked it? it up here. It's storytellingcenter.net. Storytellingcenter, one word, dot net. Or call 800 952 8392, cool. the National Storytelling Festival. All right, what's next? Freddie from Crossville says. What's he say? You didn't hear that, did you? Did you guys? God. <laughs> did you guys ever race your cars on the city streets? Oh boy, truth will come out here, I guess. Yeah. I did not. I, I just wasn't. Uh, first of all, I didn't have a car that would do anything. But now I did ride with one guy that was always trying to race everybody on the street down Magnolia Avenue. Yeah. And uh, and many times uh, I shouldn't have been in that car when it was going that fast because I don't even know we had seatbelts back then. No. It was. You know, I did do it. You did you? Yeah. Drag, you, drag, drag racing. It? Drag racing. What'd you have? Well, we. What'd I have? A car, yeah. Well, I don't remember the car. It wasn't a souped up car, but but you know, you, you just. You, there's a quarter, a quarter mile, and it's easy to. It's not that big. Right. Quarter mile is pretty easy. So we we went down North Shore Drive and marked mm-hmm. off a quarter of a mile. Mm-hmm. And we actually painted it on the road. And then the police found it was there. <laughs> and they start, they So they would sit and watch for us. Yeah. yeah. And so we'd go down on Friday night, Saturday. And you yeah. had to go pretty late because there's cars. But we'd have a spotter down at the other end, and they would flash their lights if it was clear. So you had, you know, you had so many minutes. 
before they got up there. So they would flash their lights, and it was clear. You get side by side. We get some cute young girl out there. That say, All right, you ready? You sound like a movie. Are you ready? Are you ready? Go! <laughs> wow. You know, a buddy of mine, Joe McCamish, his dad had a... One of those souped-up uh, Mustangs. We did one time go up to where the interstate was finished, but it wasn't opened yet. Yeah. And drove up there and turned around and did do a drag one time. I remember that now. Yeah. And But, you know, it's big in California. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, well, that's where this... Where the Beach Boys and all of that, you know. Drag City. Yeah. And, and, and the, yeah. this is where the Fast and the Furious movies, mm-hmm. which are about a seventh or eighth now, got its inspiration. The guy that... Uh, that used to race those little Honda cars. That's the ones that were notorious for it. 1993 is when this guy, his name is Papadeus. Papadeus. Stephen Papadeus. But he now is like some big guy because he he took a Honda Civic and would soup it up and he would race it. And now they get into all that stuff where they slide slide around. around That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So... What do you say to kids? Of course, back then we didn't have all this stuff going on that you have now, so you had to find things to do. But drag racing, they still do it in California. I mean, every when I lived out there, you'd still hear Friday night too, or uh, right. the cars wrecked because they were drag racing on you know so and so. Well, and also you had you had drag racing tracks where you could go in and actually pay. So cross, and, can you do it in Crossville? Well, there was one next to the interstate Crossville. I guess it's still open, but Miraville Drag Strip was a biggie, and Knoxville Dragway. So you just Broadway. pay and, and, you, and you race would, your own car? Well, yeah, well, they would they would, they look at your engine and see what it was, mm-hmm. and then you know, are you telling what it is, and then they put you in that category. Ah. And what happens is if, you're, if, <laughs> if you beat everybody on the track, they'd challenge you. Mm-hmm. And they'd, you'd have to they'd tear it down, tear down your engine to see what was in it. And if it, was, it wasn't was what you said... It wasn't stock? No, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but, but you know, that's Bobby Denton took Donnie Parton to a drag race. Really? At the Maryville Drag Strip. They Is went, it still open? Maryville Dragway? Or? Maryville Drag Strip. Wow. Mm-hmm. He took Dolly there. I bet she was impressed. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that Bobby used to be an announcer out there, and he would say, Let's go, guys. It's raining at the airport. Let's get them up here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sound that good, but yeah. <laughs> it's raining no, no. at the airport. Let's get them up here. Wow. Well, how do you like uh, Freddie's name there? Pretty good. Fast Freddie from Fast Crossville. Freddy. You think yeah. he ever dragged race? Well, yeah. <laughs> and he probably won, didn't he? Yeah. All right. Tell everybody. It's the Ed and Bob Show. And then tell everybody what's coming up and also on our next show, Ed. What is it? All right, coming up on our next show is the five most important inventions in the last century. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty good. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Pretty good. Yeah, you, so you, you got a complaint? I do. What is it? Rock and roll in church. You know, I, this guy told. I was talking to this guy about that. Yeah. I said, Wait, I, "I'm trying to find a good church to go to." Yeah, I'm serious. And I was talking to this guy. Yeah, where was it? It might have been at Wrights or somewhere. And, and I said, "Where do you go to church?" And you know, he said, "Well," and he said, "We used to go to Severe Heights." So anyway, I won't skip all of that. But he said, "He said, you know what? It's come down to, don't you?" And I said, "What's that?" He said, "The choirs are all seven to 11. And I said, "What do you mean seven to 11? He said they have seven verses and they sing it eleven times. Oh, I agree with that. Same song, different yeah, kind of. it's exactly different words, same it, tune. Exactly. So why? And if you look out in the audience, they're all gray-headed people. Mm-hmm. Come on, people! It's bringing in the sheaves. 
crank it up. Play to your audience. Play to the people exactly. who are there. Quit trying to do something that's not going to work. Well, I'll give you another angle today. I don't know if you heard about it. A few weeks ago, a guy, a minister came out and said all these churches that have rock and roll music, basically it's a big show. Yeah. He says that's a sin. Oh. And churches that are doing that are not, he said they weren't preaching the gospel. They were trying to just entertain people for an hour and get their donations. I, I think they're right. Isn't that crazy? And, they, and when they do the sermon, it's one of those make you feel good sermons. Mm-hmm. Well, I always, I used to, when I was a kid, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he's right. I better go home straighten up. Yeah, I'd crawl out of that church. <laughs> All right, I got a complaint for you. Uh, newspapers that have been exposed lately for actually having their own opinion and pushing it into their news articles. Mm. Good example was the New York Times when uh, they were actually telling some of their sources on their stories about Supreme Court Judge Kavanaugh, they were telling their sources what to say. Oh, that's the New York Times was doing that. It's terrible. So how can we not trust any news organization anymore? I don't think so. I think they're all biased. Well, they think, seem to be. I, mean, I don't, I I don't know that you can trust biased. any of them. I think they're all biased. Every doggone one of them are biased. They're either for or they're either pro-Trump or anti-Trump. That's a, a lot of that breaks down to it that. And they're determined to, to twist their stories. Exactly. To fit however exactly. their newspaper slants. Or TV. Or TV. Or yeah, TV news or radio. Radio, yeah. any of that stuff. Well, well, used to, that just didn't happen. But you can't trust any of that. And especially not the Internet. Oh, gosh, no. And then, of course, uh, Facebook is run by Russia here. (laughs) Tell everybody how they can listen to us. Go online and uh, to the edandbob.com, our webpage, edandbob.com, and you can listen there and ask questions and fill out remarks. Or download the Apple Podcast app or TuneIn app, search Ed and Bob, and be sure to subscribe. And then uh, on Alexa, tell your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you, what do you want to hear? And you say this, Ed and Bob Show. 22 different countries. I did that yesterday. Can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. And if you want to comment uh, there in the edandbob.com comment section is a good place. Or email us, edandbob at yahoo.com. Do follow us, if you will. Twitter, it's Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. And we'd love to see you on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. We're the only thing on Facebook not run by the Russians, actually. So <laughs> or, the, can, or the Republicans or yeah, the Democrats. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Ed, tell everybody what the next show is going to be, if you will. The top five most important inventions in the last century, brother. Ooh, that's a hundred years. Ooh. Now you're going to narrow it down to five. All right, had a good time, and we'll see you next show. Bye. I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sun shining up to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick